Hey everyone, this is Ken from Neon Goldfish. I think most of you will agree that the relationship you have with your customers is one of the most important components of your business. You work so hard to attract their attention, to get them to become your customer, and to work with them to keep them satisfied and hopefully become a promoter of your business. So what do you use to keep track of all this? How do you keep everyone in your organization updated on the conversations, the emails, the meetings, and all the other interactions you've had with your customers? In this episode of the Neon Noise Podcast, Justin and I explore customer relationship management software, more commonly known as a CRM. We hope our conversation gives you a solid understanding of CRMs, the reason you should use one, features to consider when looking for a good CRM, and some actionable steps you can take to get started today. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Neon Noise Podcast with Justin and Ken. Today, we are going to talk about CRMs and reasons that you should use a CRM. Ken, the customer is the focal point of any business. Without the customer, there is really no business. That is absolutely correct, Justin. You know, as businesses, we spend so much time marketing to prospective and existing customers. We spend time communicating to them about why they should purchase our products, our services, and then we spend time trying to keep them satisfied with other purchases. Where exactly does the CRM fit into this? And, you know, why is it so important? Well, a CRM makes the entire process of managing relationships with the customers a lot easier. Um, It's going to provide that systematic approach that anyone in your organization can access So they can key in and find exactly what's going on with any particular individual or in the case of a CRM, we're going to call them contacts uh, at any point in time of that relationship. So let me give you a couple examples of how this this could apply. Uh, We'll start off with a a large company, Um, maybe someone in the manufacturing industry. We're talking about 100 plus employees. They're spread across multiple locations. They're in multiple departments. And because so, they're so large and wide, multiple facilities, uh, their customers are likely going to interact with different individuals within different departments. The sales sales department, they're going to work tirelessly trying to close these new customers or or they're going to try to upgrade uh, the existing ones. Uh, When a project comes to light, perhaps they have to send it over to estimating to get the the estimated department to, to assign a dollar figure. Uh, right. what it's going to cost, right? So we look at then the estimating department now communicating with them as well as the sales department. You got a, quite a few people talking to each other here. Absolutely. And so estimating might have questions. They reach directly out to the customer to get answered. And then how does sales know what the conversation was had unless they're sitting right next to estimating? And so the whole thing is here is, uh, how do you keep track of the conversations, the emails, the files, uh, everything under the sun uh, that that goes on with that particular contact so that the next person in the organization that's responsible for communicating with this customer contact, they can easily take the baton and seamlessly begin their specific function in the overall process. Sure. Now let's look at a smaller company. Maybe it's uh, an owner, uh, an admin person at the office, a sales rep, 
maybe like an operations manager, a project manager. I think in in my brain, a, a lawn care company pops into my mind, right? Mm-hmm. And so here we have a smaller group. They're all likely in the same location. They likely have fewer customers and maybe the owner and everyone there has excellent memories and can just spit out whatever happened with <laughs> every interaction. You know, this okay. is Jones. I cut her grass. I accidentally lopped off her, her tulips <laughs> and and she yelled at me and then she it called like tulips, the but... office and then told Susie at the office that she wants a refund and then the owner. So. For all this to go down, there's you know been a couple different interactions, and how could we possibly keep Mrs. Jones right. happy and know exactly what took place and everything? Um, so, so having a a centralized system that uh-huh. uh, can help manage all this these these interactions, even if it's with a smaller group or organization. Um, okay. But even what about a one person business? Just remember when <laughs> back in the day when we were solo web shops oh do i ever absolutely and so even (laughs) though we were the only you know i know i speak for me and i'm thinking i'm speaking for you we're the only person interacting with all these clients i still needed a way that i could record my meetings and uh track of the proposals that i sent them that a proposal uh what are my upcoming tasks uh, my memory was a heck of a lot better back then than it is now (laughs) 10 years later Um, so I needed to have something that was going to help me keep track of everything that was essential. And, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit OCD, so I don't want anything falling through the cracks and forgetting about something. Yeah. I think it's important to note that we're not implying that all businesses out there are not operating without a system to keep track of this. It's just that there are so many keeping track using systems that are not as efficient as they could be. Yeah, that's spot on. I always like to, when I, when I go into a meeting, ask the clients what they're, how they're managing those customer relationships. Mm-hmm. It's rarely the reason why we're called. And we're usually called in to talk about websites and, and marketing. And when I bring this up, they always kind of like look at me crooked and, you know, <laughs> okay, there's, there's, what do you mean CRM? What is that? There's a reason behind this. So some of the, uh, <laughs> Some of the re- responses that we we get are is, is Excel. Excel is a very common one. I I use Excel to keep everything organized. Sure. Uh, QuickBooks. I have a lot of businesses use QuickBook, and uh, we have all our contacts inside QuickBooks. Mm-hmm. Or they do have a CRM. It's maybe it's something that was homegrown, built in house, or they are using uh, Salesforce, uh, which is sure. one popular uh, software as a service or SaaS platform out there. And, uh, those are, those are examples of, of responses that we get, but none of them, even the Salesforce option, I find aren't being leveraged as much as they could. Obviously the QuickBooks and Excel response are, are systems that could be approved upon. Um, Mm -hmm. but there's ways to go all about this, but you also, I mean, you could choose a horse and buggy for your daily commute rather than driving the car that you do. (laughs) So sometimes there's vehicles available that'll help us get to that same destination faster and more efficient overall an easier process. Yeah, completely agree. You know, why don't we take a second to give those that might not be familiar with CRMs, just a, just a little bit of a foundation. That's a great idea. All right. So 
CRM is uh, the acronym for Customer Relationship Management. Basically, it is a system for managing everything that everything that you do with your customers. You know, and this includes everything from basic things like their name, their phone number, email address, Twitter handle, um, favorite color, birthdays, um, to all the interactions that you have with them, your meetings, your phone calls, uh, email interactions, um, even the files that, that you have associated with that contact, like your contract, your proposals, basically everything all the way down to, you know, the purchase history for a customer. Basically what it boils down to is CRMs come in all shapes and sizes. You know, some are internal computer programs that were built as internal systems tied to corporate databases. Others are, are SaaS, you know, software as a service platforms operating in, you know, the ever-popular cloud. Uh, while, you know, specific functionality, it, it's, going to, it's going to vary widely from one to another. Basically, they all share one common goal of storing customer data for future use and access. Sure. All right, so basically what we want to do today is drive home these three points. You know, reasons you need a CRM, basically how to choose a CRM, and, you know, what to do next once you have. Perfect. And so let's get started with reasons you need a CRM. Uh, First that we want to talk about is collecting customer data. Mm-hmm. Your customer database is the, if not the most, one of the most important assets to your business. Uh, we've touched on the the name, the phone number, the email address, uh, every morsel of info about your customer that we can store in house somehow. And so how you actually store that information is equally important. A stack of business cards or a Manila folders and a filing cabinet. <laughs> not the you don't most, use that anymore. <laughs> not the most convenient way uh, to store that information, nor access it when you have a question about a customer. Uh, they, that they call you on the phone, and, and your response is, "Hold on one second. Let me go to the filing cabinet and pull your file." That's going to take <laughs> a long time to be able to to respond and, and get up to date with right. what they're, they're talking about, uh, or if they stop in for a visit. So. A CRM is going to provide all their information, everything about them in spot. a very easy to search format. So they, you can quickly, easily locate, update customer data in a breeze. Right. You know, next up would be to follow a defined sales process. Do you even have a defined sales process? Basically, I'm not going to go into all the details of why you should have a defined sales process. You should. Uh, using a CRM, it's just going to help you outline your sales process. It's going to help you provide your salespeople with an easy-to-follow format. Now, sales is going to have a distinct set of steps to follow and report on syncing everybody's efforts and, and providing management with the insight where each sales opportunity stands basically throughout that sales process. Absolutely, and, that, and that's an important component. Uh, with the CRM is, is given management a good snapshot of where things are. Uh, mm-hmm. That's something that is a big, big uh, attraction point for them. Um, next, better service your current customers. 
excellent customer service is an attribute that a lot of businesses talk about. I think it's almost cliche. We have the best customer service, right? Right. But one of the best ways to provide excellent customer service is treating them like there's someone you care about, uh, someone you value, someone that you that's very yeah. important to your business. So the smaller details, like their kids' names or mm. the fact that they like to fish or if they have an aunt from the same hometown as you, that's mm. next to impossible to remember all that just using your, your human memory, right? It's right. Storing right. these details that you pick up during conversations with them sure. in a system like a CRM that's easy to access. So when they call, you pull up their account. And you can say, hey, look, their kid's name is Jimmy, and Jimmy likes to fish with Aunt Susie, who's from the same hometown (laughs) as me. That's spectacular. But you have all that available. Raise your fingertips when when they they call. Yeah, that's very important. Um, You know, as well as, you know, recognizing your best customers. Um, You know, we all want more of those best customers, uh, basically, you know, the ones that, they appreciate everything that you do for them. They see, you know, they see the value in what you're doing. They see the value in your service and they continue to come back for more. So basically, you know, how do we get more of them and, you know, less of those, those PETA customers, you know, the good guy, the pain in the asses, right? Yep. Like how do we get more good customers? Exactly. Um, you know, but what it boils down to is, you know, when you log every interaction of a customer in your CRM, you can quickly begin to dissect, you know, qualities and behaviors of those best customers. You can go back and look and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to backtrack and see what did I do to attract those people? And, you know, just learn more about what these, you know, particular customers like and, you know, cater to their needs. Right. Sure. And that would be next to impossible without all this data in such an easy to form, easy, easy to use format. Right. Right. Get rid of the pitas, man. Yeah, we would love to get rid of them all, <laughs> wouldn't we? But they're all part. Of, that's part of the process is identifying who the pitas are as well. Right. So it's all about getting there, flipping over rocks and moving forward. Um, I love the pitas. What about increasing sales productivity? Uh, salespeople. That's not a bad thing. Exactly. I'm talking about the sales, the, the productivity of salespeople. So salespeople, they love to sell. They do mm. an excellent job at selling. They're great communicators. They're effective. People like them. They rarely like to do paperwork. They rarely like to log activity. They do right. not like to sit in staff meetings or anything else that's not directly lead them to selling Making or creating commissions. They're, they're very driven by that. There you go. So using a CRM is going to help streamline these mundane tasks so that they can spend less time on the undesirable activities that accompany the selling activities. And so one would argue, well, Ken, you're, you're recommending that they use a system that they aren't currently using or something. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, you're going to take steps and you're going to be exercising different muscles here. There's no doubt in that, but in the long run, the use of, in the integration of using a CRM in daily activities will lead to more product, more productive selling time for these salespeople, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so next, um, I think like automation, um, you know, automating just basically your nurturing campaigns. 
you know, marketing automation, something, you know, it's a popular buzz term. A lot of people are talking about it now. Just marketing automation and lead nurturing, it's just quickly growing due to all the advances that we see in technology right now. Um, you know, properly segmented CRM working in conjunction with some type of marketing automation software, it takes all that very, very, very manual process of just continuously following up and, and whatnot, and it automates everything. You know, this allows sales, you know, to more points of contacts, which we all know that we want if we can contact more people on a daily basis, um, you know, with, with actual contacts than they ever have before. So basically, we can do all this without picking up the phone, sending an email or driving to a customer's site, you know, and then add in specific things like lead scoring. And, you know, now basically you, you're equipping your sales team with the ability to, to concentrate only on the qualified leads. And you're not chasing or, you know, possibly pissing off or scaring the leads that aren't ready to buy from you today. Absolutely. How handy would that be for a salesperson just to know based on uh, response, interaction. activity, interactions? Yeah. This person is a qualified buyer. And, and they're, they've been active and engaged in your website. Yes. They've been opening your emails. They've been... Yes. Any salesperson would, would say, I need that. I want that. That would allow me to be more effective in... Yeah. The, rather than... I have to call. I have a thousand people on my list. I have no idea who or what or well, just where. just think about that. If you've got, if, if you are working a list like that, and say you've got 300 people or 300 to 500 people that you're sending out to on a regular basis, and you've got a way to go in and look and see that, okay, you know, 15% of my list has, they, they've opened, you know, these four messages that I've sent them, you know, 10 times. And the other 90% of my list, they're just not active. What are you going to concentrate on from a sales point, you know, from a, a sales perspective? I'm going to go back and I am going to hit up that 10% of my list. And those, that's my priority. That's my focus now. Just to be able to automate that process, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great tool to be able to have. Absolutely. I, I can't argue with you on that whatsoever. And so the last item I think we should talk about is, is one of the more important ones, too. It's the the dreaded sales turnover, and a CRM can really <laughs> help with this because salespeople that right. it, it's a position at most companies where they have higher turnovers mm-hmm. than norm. You you hire salespeople, you find an excellent one, and uh, you try to hold on to them. Sometimes that's a challenge to do. Uh, the right. flip side of that is trying to hire a new salesperson that can do the things you hope them to do. Right. Right. So if you think about the impact, though, that a departing salesperson, whether it's someone that you want to get rid of or someone that you'd like to retain that is leaving you, mm-hmm. um, think about the impact that has on your business. And Big impact. I mean, when you, when you it's huge. Absolutely. So for starts, they were they were the point of contact with your customers. Right. Not you. They were out there. They're representing your company. They likely built rapport. They had lunch, coffee, mm-hmm. whatever you might uh, think with your customers. And so when they leave, if your first step is having to go through their inbox and their filing cabinet and the 
messages that they might have sent via text on the company phone and everything to try to piece <laughs> together what that relationship was like and if it's in good standing right. or not. When's the last time they contacted? That's going to be a challenge. Yeah, absolutely. You're also going to need to quickly notify all your customers that they're no longer with your business. Right. And while you likely had something in place like a non-disclosure agreement, you always run that risk that the salesperson may may try to contact your clients. It depends if they go to a competitor or let's say that they leave to try to compete with you. And while we all love to think that a, salespeople do that, man, come on, I know. they don't do that, do they? <laughs> they do. They do occasionally. And so uh, with that, while you want to have that non-disclosure agreement be something that helps safeguards you from that, um, there's no guarantee right. that they're going to follow that or adhere to it. So, so being able to quickly get in front of your customers ASAP is, is vital. And if, your customer database is a stack of business cards that sits in their cubicle. Sure. That's going to make that challenge difficult. Um, yeah. The process of hiring the replacement, it has to be quick and efficient. So the absence of the salesperson means that others have to pick up where they left off. And especially if your, your hiring process is, is more thorough than uh, most. And right. these added tasks are going to lead to extra stresses because your other salespeople are going to need, or if you, if that was your only salesperson, you then need to be the one that can communicate and keep the, the conversations and such going with your customer. So finding another salesperson to fill the void needs to be done right. quickly, but it's also helpful if you have all their conversations logged and documented so that others can pick up place. where they left off. Sure. Which brings up a good point is, you know, once you find the right replacement, they've got to be trained and brought up to speed on, on basically all their accounts. You know, I mean, onboarding any new employee, the longer that it takes to bring them, them up to speed, you know, the more your, your sales productivity dips. And, you know, typically, what is it, like 10 months or so that, they're, um, that they say that uh, it takes a new sales rep to be fully productive? Something along those lines. Yeah, it, it, that obviously varies, I think, depending on the industry that you're in and the uh, ability of the salesperson themselves. But that's that's definitely a statistic that's out there. Um, yeah, it's just your, your new salesperson, they, they need to be able to connect with all of your current customers and prospects that, that you have in your sales funnel. You know, at the end the customer is obviously what is most important. And just the fact that uh, you had to replace a member of your team, it, it's not their issue. They don't care about it. They don't want to hear about it. You know, the new salesperson, um, they, they just should not have to reconnect with, uh, with zero company history. And, you know, you should have something to provide them so they can be able to step right into that role and take over from, you know, the person that left. Absolutely. Nothing's more frustrating when, and, and I see this with some of the different media companies that we sometimes work with. And most of them are mm-hmm. awesome. Most of them are great. Like, Hey, I'm your new rep. I'm dealing with you. And yeah. I see that you've done X, Y, Z and ABC with Molly that used to work with you. And, and sure. that's great. The one frustrating phone call you get is I'm so-and-so I'm your new rep. Tell me, tell me a little bit about, <laughs> tell you. me about your company. You, what do you guys you go do? through your company history for me? And that is just so frustrating because it's, it, yeah, it, yeah. I, we don't have time for that. Right. 
no right. one has time for that. Nobody does. So, um, so the next major point that we want to help you with uh, in this conversation is, all right, now that we talked about reasons that you need a CRM, how do we go mm-hmm. about finding a good CRM? How do we go about finding a good CRM? I think first things first, you know, let's um, determine what exactly what exactly are your goals. Um, just ask ourselves uh, what what are your current pains, what type of what type of challenges do you hope that you know by plugging the CRM it's going to help you overcome, um, you know, and then just step back and maybe. You know, work with your sales team and learn, learn, learn about their bottlenecks. Learn what are the problems right now, and you know, um, you know, they, your sales staff, they're going to have without question more interaction with a CRM than probably anyone else. So what it boils down to is just be sure that you know the solution that you choose is going to apply to their goals as well. Absolutely. All right. So, hey, next is let's see what is involved with setup and implementation. You know, some CRM setups, they are as simple as creating a login and uploading an Excel file of all of your contacts. We've got other CRMs that are more sophisticated. Uh, They're going to require contacting probably assistance of a third party. Um, possibly to integrate your systems. Just really, really, really be sure to, you know, fully understand the time and resources that will be involved in, you know, taking your CRM out of the box and putting it all together for everybody to use. Sure. And I think that you're going to find more that you encounter are going to be the login and upload contacts format. Probably majority. But if you add and you want more bells and whistles sophistication, you are looking at them. It's nothing wrong with is, is, is contracting with or finding out and ask the, the, the vendor that you're working with or the software vendor, if they have contacts, they have any, yeah, if they have contacts in your area that they recommend because there are different partners that work with these different software companies that can help you say, all right, great. I have an e-commerce website that I need to integrate with this seamlessly so that uh, it can, they can talk to one another. So that's key there. And that's that's the next point is is see if the CRM does integrate with other platforms you use. Um, a lot of these do. A lot of them have them right out of the box with uh, these SaaS platforms where uh, you know we we work with HubSpot and HubSpot, and we also work with uh, SurveyMonkey. Those are two platforms that they know about each other. They've met. They went on a date, and they decided to partner. Right. <laughs> so that's where it actually is. We're going to continue, continue on. Continue on. They got a couple clicks where they can then <laughs> talk to one another. So um, uh, some of those may not have cooperative integrations already set in place, right. but they likely have an API and that API yep. can be used to communicate with different platforms. Exactly. So it'll help save on knowing all these things are going to help save a ton of time on the setup. And sure. the more integrations that you can put in play, the more of your systems that can talk to one another makes everything so much easier to use. It's going to increase productivity. It's going to increase the likelihood that everyone's going to use this right. and, and it'll make everything, your whole entire process much better. Speaking of easy to use, ease of use is huge. Um, you know, see if they have a mobile app that works in conjunction with, with the CRM. 
Um, you know, it might be tempted to go with that really sexy interface or, or the one that has more buttons than, you know, than Michigan Pro. Right. But, you know, in the end, just make sure that what you choose is easy to use. A difficult CRM is, it's, it's nothing more than a CRM that is not going to get used. You know, uh, most CRM platforms, they're going to allow you to demo the software before you fully commit to it. Most of those demos are, you know, anything from a, a 7 to 14-day trial period. Allows you to get in, you know, get your feet wet and just, you know, get in and try everything out and see if it's right for you. Absolutely. So when you're demoing that software, um, even before you demo, you should consider some of, some of these specific features and see how well these CRM features align with the goals that you discussed. The, the yeah. very first step where you get your team together, you just talk about what matters most. Um, so there's a couple different features. I mean, some of these have thousands of features, but these are the main ones that I think you should consider prior to uh, exploring and demoing software. Uh, the first is going to be contact management. Uh, be sure that you can record all the data points that you want for an individual contact. Um, yeah. Most CRMs are going to have customer fields that you can add to. So for the instance of uh, what their birthday is or their favorite color, or, or do they have an aunt that lives in your hometown? Um, <laughs> you can set up a specific field that will, will help uh, manage that, that contact information. You know, and the next up would be sales, sales pipelines. Um, you know, sales pipelines, it, it, it basically, it's going to allow you to know all your potential sales, your potential opportunities, you know, and tie that to a specific contact along with the likelihood of what that projected date, uh, the date of the sale will be, you know, when that's going to be final. Um, this is data that's often followed by management as uh, a barometer for, for business development. Absolutely. Um, another item to to look at is task management. Uh, many of us, especially if you're like me, we live and die by our task or to-do lists. And yep. so quick and easy assignment of these tasks for a particular mm-hmm. contact is super common in a CRM. I know that some people say, I got outlook for that, and that's fine. Uh, what we want to do here is we want to take a look at the, the different functionalities from different systems and streamline all these together. So while I'm not telling you to stop using Outlook for your tasks, you may want to consider uh, something as common as task management, uh, migrating that over to a singular system. It depends on uh, the the options you go with and things along those lines, but uh, task management sure. is, is is huge. Very important. Um, next would be a solid content library. You know, the document set used uh, during the sales process is probably fairly standard. Uh, a content library, it, it just can make use and upkeep of all these documents much easier, much, nice to, much nicer to have them all in one place and know that, okay, I can just go to my content library whenever I need that logo, whenever I need that sales document, whenever I need that proposal template, stuff along those lines. Um, you know, and it's just going to ensure that uh, all your salespeople are using, you know, the proper documents during their sales process. They're all following a specific process and they know where to locate that information in your content library. Absolutely. 
Um, the dashboard, I think, is huge. Um, so dashboards are typically when you log in, the first screen you come to in most software platforms. But it's going to be a convenient overview of everything going on within the CRM itself. So you're going to be displayed different metrics that can be figured. Mm-hmm. And those are oftentimes customizable by the individual user. So where Justin, you might say that it's important for me to see and understand uh, the, you know, metric one and two and three, exactly what what my pipeline looks like and and what my tasks are for today. My particular dashboard, I might want to arrange into a different fashion because I think that other things are more important in the ability to that for that dashboard to be customized. I think it's more of a preference thing, but now that now that we use a CRM that we can customize, I I really mm-hmm. like that. I think that this is you know you log in like it's extremely it feels like you're at I mean, home. You're gonna have yeah, you're gonna have different items that are gonna be more important to you, different metrics that you're gonna want to see initially than than the next sure. guy, you know, than me. Um, so yeah, hundred percent agree with you. It's very very helpful. Yeah, next up would be making sure that it's it is mobile friendly. Uh, since, you know, a lot of sales does happen outside the office, having a, just having a mobile friendly version of that CRM, it's, it's becoming more of a need than a want. Um, these sales reps are probably going to be, you know, pulling up their, their mobile device and, or, uh, an iPad or something along those lines. So just making sure that, that, CRM is mobile friendly is a uh, very important or that he, they even furthermore have an app I that I know a lot of them out there now yeah. have apps, which were, are even yeah. better because in the event that you have to take notes in a place sure. that you don't have an internet connection, you mm-hmm. can then record those notes and they sync once you are connected. So that's helpful as well. Yep. Good point. So we are the next feature I think is important to look at something we already touchdown was integrations but take a look at the different systems that you're using in your office and figure out what crms integrate with these other software platforms with ease without without uh having to to really go out of your way to hire a developer to make that happen now if it's a custom home built widget that you have that you're using then, then that might be the case but right. a lot of these platforms that you probably are already using are set up yeah. for a lot of seamless integrations with many of these CRMs. So, so take a peek at the feet, that feature of integrations in, and make sure that, uh, that you have a full understanding of what it will and won't work with. Yeah. Next uh, would be ease of use. Uh, you know, some CRMs are very, very robust offering every feature that one could think of, but, uh, you know, most of those are typically cumbersome. They're difficult to use. Uh, if, if the interface is not intuitive and super easy to use, it just is not going to get used. And, you know, the whole point of having the CRM, it's, it's just completely gone out the window. You're not going to use it if it's difficult. Uh, many CRMs, they they have features that are going to allow you to do a, a BCC email from, you know, your favorite email client. Some are going to allow you to email directly through the CRM. That's extremely helpful. Um, some, some provide the ability to place calls, to record calls, 
directly in the CRM, you know, just basically, we talked about this before. The more automation that the CRM has, it's just, it's cutting out the manual data entry that's, that's required. And it's going to get used much, 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 much more. Absolutely. And at this point, you might be saying, all right, this is great, guys. You gave me a whole list of reasons that we need a CRM and things to look forward finding and features to consider. Mm-hmm. What do we do next? There's a ridiculously long list of CRM CRM options um, put together by a company called Captera. It's uh, their page on top CRM software. We're going to include a link mm. to this in our show notes, so uh, be sure to check out our show notes and get that link, and you'll be able to access and look through CRM options until you are sick in the stomach to looking at CRM <laughs> options, right? <laughs> Too many CRM options. Too many. <laughs> but it's very, very helpful. Sure. So check it out. All right, so what do we do next? Where, where do we start next? All right. You know, do... So let's look at some action steps, things that we can do today and going forward. Um, mm-hmm. First, take a look at what you got going on right now. Evaluate your current customer relationship management practices. What What is your your current process? What are your major bottlenecks? Um, now yeah. that you got a little bit of foundation about what a CRM is, what areas do you feel a CRM could help improve? Uh, you know, hold a meeting with your management and sales. Uh, we talked about this. Just try to figure out what challenges that you face and um, make make a prioritized list of requirements you you would like to see from the CRM. Uh, getting input from from everyone using the CRM, it's going to be extremely important. Uh, basically, just for getting buy in uh, to use on a daily basis. And that's important is is getting everyone's buy in because. If you're yeah. listening to this thinking, I have to go to my my owner, my company owner, my boss with this, or you're a business owner saying, I have to, to take this to my team because we need to use this. You right. heard this or you've been research, researching this and now you think this is a great idea, but now you're going to take it to a bunch of people and you're blindsided with a, hey, I got this new whole system that we're going to all do. It's going to transform it's, everything. It's, it's going to be helpful, and it's it's definitely great to do. <laughs> but to get them to buy in is going to be huge because in, yeah. in having them participate is going to be the key in that process. Uh, the more participation, yep, the better they're going to be buying in. Just like when you try to get your kid to uh, think that uh, brushing their teeth is is a great idea, and that they come up on it on their own, suddenly brushing teeth is uh, much easier than when you just tell them that they have to do it, right? <laughs> All right. The next item we want to do is begin researching the different CRM platforms that are out there and narrow down that list to those that have the functionality you're looking for. Here's a, you know, you take a look at that Capterra's top CRM softwares from our podcast page. You'll find a giant list there and you'll see there's thousands of options. So what do you do? Well, start with your top priorities and, and whittle away from there. You'll see a lot of popular names. You'll see some that you never heard of. You might even find some CRMs that are specifically uh, created for your niche, your industry. And, and those would be worth exploring too because they may contain possible attributes that that others don't because they are specific to your industry. So, so take a peek at those as well. 
All right. So next up, I would say let's let's demo the platforms. You know, find out which ones are easiest to use. Uh, these demos they usually are free. They're anything from you know seven to to fourteen days. Uh, that should allow you plenty of time to see if uh, if you're comfortable with that interface. If you like everything, you know that it, uh, it involves and includes. Be sure to be sure to get your team members, uh, the team members that are going to be using it, um, to go through that demo process and you know get get a collective amount of feedback from those folks. Absolutely. Next, you're going to want to research what's going to be required for the initial setup in integrations of any software that you're going to use. Now, when you start that demo, you're likely going to trigger a series of emails and a phone call from a representative at that, that software company. And this is a great opportunity to ask them questions about this setup and integrations, especially if their website's vague on what it'll cover. But basically, what you want to understand is the demo that you're in, will it seamlessly transition right into the the live account? Are there any features that you aren't seeing in the demo that you will in the paid for version? Um, how easy is it going to be to export out the data from your existing, if it's a CRM or uh, the cell file, how easy and will they help you with that that data transfer or populating your, your new system? And if not, you know, not a big deal. Now, if you're sitting there with a file cabinet or a stack of business cards, you're likely looking at some data entry, but that's okay. You got, you has to be put in. Got to get in there somehow. Exactly. Right. So that, that's, and that's what I would really recommend doing as far as that research. And then now that you've done all this, it's time to pick your winner, right? Your selection. So make your selection, be something that you're really willing to and ready to commit to. Um, And then what populate your, populate your CRM with your contacts and your info, get started with, getting that uh, that information in there. Yeah, and lastly, I would say, uh, you know, establish some formal process so everyone using the CRM understands exactly what they need to do to use it and uh, what they need to be using it for. Absolutely. No, I think some instruction would be would go a long way. An outline process is the key here so that you can be sure that uh, it, it's going to be used. Everyone fully understands all the capabilities that the CRM possesses and that the data being entered and updated is all done consistently across the boards so that, you know, when, when someone runs over Mrs. Jones's tulips, that Susie can <laughs> See, figure out what's going on. Right. I love it. All right. We are out of here for today. Hopefully our conversation today will help you better understand how much the right CRM can benefit for those precious customer relationships you work so, so, so hard for. And uh, be sure to check out the show notes at neongoldfish.com forward slash podcast. This is Justin and Ken with Neon Noise. We will see you next time.